0: back with another episode of DJ's Neat Love 2 podcast. I go by the name DJ Monet.
1: I'm DJ Batio. and I'm DJ Thirst Trap.
0: And who do we have in the building trap? Hey.
2: Today. Oh yeah. Hey Batio. Oh yeah. We got another one in we the got building another today. Another one. Let's, let's let's do it. Let's do it. Multi Grammy nominated. Yes sir. You know what I'm saying? Been out there in the streets. If you know Nudy, you should know
1: him. Let's go.
2: Very own DJ BJ is in the Whoa. building. Let's go. Sir. Y'all
1: for having me. We caught him, he's still in town, boy
2: Hey, Ugh. he's still in town, but you
1: know what's coming up, though? What's coming up?
2: February 28th Ooh. He gonna be out of town after hey, that DJ monster tour
1: <laughs> Yeah, man So this, this is why we do this, because you gotta catch the DJs Especially the good ones, you gotta catch them before they leave out, you know what I'm saying? So we got you here, bro, so let's do this the right way, man What got you started DJing, bro? Let the streets know uh, I'm a second generation DJ, my dad was a DJ Oh, that's how it goes, yeah Yeah, so... Um... He kind of always just had
3: the stuff in the house, and I grew up in music, and I just
1: watched him. Was it the was it the twelve hundreds? Yeah, oh he yeah, had, he had twelve hundred oh, techniques. Yeah,
3: yeah. He had He had the rotary mixer. Ooh, <laughs> like so he was one of those guys. Right now, yeah, he scratched with the fader going, you know, with yeah. the channel fader. So, um, yeah, just watching him and then just knowing music and loving music, mm. and it just came to a point where I was like. I feel like I can do better some DJs mm. places I was going. Yeah. I was in the college town in Athens and so I was like yeah, I'm finna I'm finna try my hand at it. Let's do it. Yeah, so I uh it was like 2012 and I just jumped straight in. You have to Porsche with it, right? That's Yeah, up. like 11 years later we're here so. Let's get it.
0: Okay, so where is DJ BJ from for people who might not know?
3: Yeah. Uh born I was born in Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Yeah, so I was born in Richmond. Yeah, up north, baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then um, probably about like 2000, I moved down to Atlanta, like the uh, Kennesaw, Marietta area. I've been there ever since. So, do you consider yourself from
0: From Georgia now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: I I done spent 22, 23 years in Georgia. Have you ever DJed out there in in Virginia, though? Actually, you know, and the craziest thing is my first show.
1: All the tours, you know, on this tour. Oh, okay, that's wow, that's crazy. You like, got to go crazy, BJ.
3: And it's the last show of the tour, mm. April 29th. ninth. Um, and it's my first time ever DJing in Richmond, and it's so crazy because Richmond is like one of those cities, like, Get ready. It's smaller than Norfolk because mm-hmm. a lot of people always go to Norfolk. Yeah, but it's not super small either. And so it's like a lot of venues is like only a thousand cap. Mm. So if you if you over a thousand cap venues, you go to Norfolk. Yeah, it's like an hour away. So
1: shout out to Virginia,
3: man. You know what it is. So I'll say this, like
2: being able to have that on the list of your tours, and when you go out there, I know you're gonna be looking for the love from your city and stuff like that. Like, what type of like inner. I guess, goal, does that feel like accomplished when you can just come back to your city in a big way and really do something like
3: that? Um, I feel like it's better that I'm able to do it now instead of, like, early on. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's it's built up like an anticipation, but at the same time, it's... I'm way more mature, and this is, like, the homecoming that I, I like, really... I can, like, bask in. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like it just... I always wondered, like, damn, why we all never do Richmond? Why we always skip Virginia? Like, but now, now that we doing it, and we
1: doing like a venue is like four thousand people. That's gonna be crazy. Yeah, it's like all right, now nah, yeah, this is what I wanted for real. Uh, so let me piggyback off that answer. Do you ever have any input on where y'all do shows at as the DJ? Yeah, I mean, well, actually, it's so crazy. I
3: um, I also manage them too. Okay, so a lot of the a lot of the offers we get, um. I definitely have a lot of input on it. Right. That's dope. My life. Yeah. And so even, yeah, even with the tour, like the tour is pretty much in my hands. He that's just lets like he just gives me full reign over it. Right. So right.
2: That's a, that's a kind of big thing. Cause you don't see a lot of DJs managing yeah. the artists at one thing. So
3: tell us how you that's got started. Yeah, like, I mean, with, you know, like, it's, it's been, a, it's been some notable DJs. Like I always bring up like future the Prince and Drake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's one DJ that like, he went from DJing to uh, role managing. Now he fully manages Drake. Mm. And another one like Cortez Bryan, he was a manager, but mm. in Wayne's early part of career, he DJed. Yeah, I know Cortez.
1: He, like, he loved too, man. Come on, man. Yeah, it's I
3: ain't gonna lie. I, I I had this conversation with a lot of people. It's easier, especially in the entertainment industry, as a DJ, because you're that you're the that one that's like really in the field. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you're in the clubs, you. You really see everything firsthand, yeah. mm-hmm. me I'm on twitter,
1: I'm reading him do social media, so that's why I asked that question and all that so yeah. so so somebody that doesn't manage your artists, do they have input on the shows on the city they go to? yeah, so
3: we have um our manager we got a whole management team actually so okay we have uh me, we have a role manager who's been with Nudie since day one. We have a business manager. Right. really handles the money, the contracts, the, the whole back end. And then we have a label manager and he's like the guy who pretty much when Nudie started out, he was the one who funded everything. Mm. So they're they're business partners. And yeah, we all work as a team. Um then we have the guy who was our A and R at the label, he's came on and worked he worked on the management team as well, mm. K J. And um, Oh yeah, I met K J before Shout had to K J, yeah. Yeah, so it the our team works really, really well together, and
1: the input—that's why you guys still going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when I moved out here, Nudy was popping, popping. You know, I'm from New York, so it's like you got to have his music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then once I started hearing, it, I play. at no, I played everything where I went. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to young Nudie, yeah, man. You so know what he,
3: um, and it's only been four or five years. Mm-hmm. That's the craziest yeah. part. That's crazy. But yeah, our management team. We, um, we. Wait, all, it's only been
0: four or five years. Yeah. So how long have you been managing Nudy? Wow. Because I remember in 2017, um, I think he did a concert in Statesboro. So when like he first yeah rest. when Nudyland dropped. Mm-hmm.
3: So I've been working on his management team since right after our Savage tour, which was like uh end of 2019, beginning of 2020. Okay. Mm. So it's oh, been a couple of years, but you know the pandemic kind of.
0: So how do you balance that mm. managing the artist? being a DJ going on tour, coming back, being in the clubs, mm. still having your personal life. How do you balance yeah, all of
3: that? Yeah. Yeah, I Sheesh. mean, so yeah. The crazy thing about that, it um he's not a high maintenance artist. Mm. So it, it doesn't it doesn't make it stressful. Um and just being with him for so long, I is like I know what he already want to do before mm-hmm. he even tell me, mm-hmm. even when it comes down to, to uh engineering like I've engineered a lot of his music. Mm -hmm. So now I'm at the point where I can sit back and I can allow other people, I can put other people in position. But when it comes down to, they always ask me, oh, how does he like this? How does he like that? I I can tell you before he tells you. Mm -hmm. And we'd have been in sessions where before he even came out the booth, I'm like, oh, do this, do that, fix this right here. And he like, damn, boy, you just took the words right out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, It just, it works. Um, And that's just off us having a personal relationship.
2: So, speaking on that relationship cuz y'all been going at it for some time like how did that relationship even start with you and Nudie? Um
3: funny enough I was around Savage's team before I met Nudie. Mm-hmm. Um back when Savage was doing like uh Slaughter Tape mm-hmm. and he had did the tape with Sunny Digital Free Goo mm-hmm. Um at the Sunny Digital. He he did uh I remember his first Atlanta shows at the Masquerade, the old right. Masquerade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the hell That's the first time um He had like Metro and all them pull up And um Me and Mark B We had been boys way before the DJ and shit mm-hmm. Like off of mutual love for sneakers yeah. mm-hmm. So I had just moved back from Athens And um I really was just trying to get into the Atlanta industry okay. Like DJing in Athens was easy Because it wasn't a lot of people mm-hmm. All you had to do was be a a decent DJ. You, nigga, mm. But decent. I'd never try to rush into Atlanta. So I was just always like, hey Mark B, you got you know George State on lock. I'ma just shadow you. Like for a year I just pulled up where Mark B was. I just paid attention. I just met people. Never told people I dj yeah. Now was this around the same time when it was like people were still pulling up the opera and stuff Man, like that. Opera Wednesdays were going crazy. Mention Fridays yeah. was loaded yeah this, was yeah, this was like quad was going crazy. Pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is this is yeah. This is exactly <laughs> that time like COVID. Yeah, This is like 2015, 2016. Yeah, this
2: when Atlanta was in Atlanta it was like prime.
3: DC, we was all starting out. We was all at Opera. You had yeah, you had too yeah, yeah. DC Two Smooth. You had um AJ the DJ. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was yeah like the lineup was completely different. Yeah. Um, and I just shadowed him for a year. And I just met people. Never told people I DJed until
1: it came up, but I just wanted to build personal relationships. Gotcha. Before and, we get into some more DJ stuff, let me ask you this: this question. What's the hardest thing about DJing for artists on that caliber? For the DJ that don't know, you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, what you what you go in through? Terms like touring, touring, and just dealing with
0: the Maybe off in days. The all or... the, uh,
3: the hardest thing. About DJing, DJs need love to show. I would just say is um, keeping everything together, like being the glue of the show. Uh. Especially with him, like some days, it's just like certain songs he just don't want to do. Yeah, certain things. But as me, I'm, I'm big on continuity and just performing the same show every night, giving that same experience out.
1: So, you're able to read his body language and be like, yeah. you'll fade out that song a little earlier but than you normally would, something like that.
3: And then he reads the crowd. So, sometimes the
1: crowd will react to
3: certain songs mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, we need to pivot this way. Or, all right, they fucking with his old shit. We don't do a whole lot of new land of slime ball too, but yeah. I might throw in a, you know, butt naked bitches here, mm-hmm. you know, some some old mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just kind of <laughs> read off that. So, it's literally like calling audibles throughout the show. but- right. It just, it's me and him on the stage, so it's so uh, genuine. Mm. Nobody would never know that it's just, Mm. and we never had a rehearsal ever, so nobody would just know it's just off the cuff and just thrown in there.
0: So let's talk tours, girls, fans, all of that. How do you balance that? Like, how do you stay disciplined when you go on tour? Um, Smoking, eating right, everything.
1: Tour life.
3: I don't smoke. Okay. Well, yeah. drinking, you know? Yeah, drinking. So I never drink before the show. Mm-hmm. After the show, it's a different story.
1: You hear that, DJ? <laughs>
3: don't drink before the show. So when show.
0: you get on the stage, like, you don't be nervous? You're already, like, nah, mentally nah. prepared?
3: Okay. Well, on the stage, is more like autopilot. That's what it feel like. Like, yeah. once I press that first uh, play button, mm-hmm. it's just, like, my body is just... Have we, you always We've been done like it that? so long. Nah. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually... Funny enough, my first show with him was Rolling Loud 2017 in LA. Mm. It was my first show. So, the first shows is some
1: really big shows. Like, a lot of people's first shows is at, like, you know, The Crib, and you know what I'm saying? Do you have any pre practice before uh, that show? (laughs) No, like. I get the book in, it's like, yo, meet me out here and be
2: there. Yeah,
3: it's so crazy because we drove out to LA. So, Rundy's not play by play.
2: I got to hear this first show. Ain't never done a show di- on this scale before. Because we
3: talking about Rolling Loud.
2: You rolling know, Loud you know, loudest.
1: Loudest. is crazy.
3: Well, never did a show with him, period. Never. So, no, no. So he had a DJ previously. And um, DJ Famous from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shout out Famous. And, um, the Famous, yeah. Famous had did, I think they had just went on tour with Playboy Cardi. Gotcha. Mm. And then right after they dropped Noodleland. and And he went on to a money man, so he was booked. Mm -hmm. So I got the call, and it wasn't like I can go find any nudie shows online. Mm -hmm. He was still, that was like his second year as an artist. Like, Mm -hmm. he was still fairly new. Um, And he didn't give me a set list.
0: Mm. Damn.
1: TP was was like, well, these are songs he liked doing, but we got to do 30 minutes. Right. But but don't you think that's how you become somebody's DJ? Like just yeah, like you just, gotta come in with a plan. real authentic. Yeah. yeah, you know.
3: But I watched Mark B do it with Savage, so okay. it's like, all right, I see. I would see the way Shout Mark B. B. Yeah, for sure. I would see the way that he would formulate the sets, and and Savage would give little input, but it was all Mark B. And then when it was my turn, it was like, all right, I just gotta, I got the opportunity now. I just gotta perform. Yeah. And that's oh all I had God. to do. I had to come up with a set, and I'm not gonna lie, the first couple shows I fucked up. Ah. <laughs> but I fucked up <laughs> on the mag
1: like magnitude of. Take you know, the question right. I was gonna ask you: Have you ever messed up? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I but think
2: I, I was watching an interview and which color they were. They were talking about that, like how you know, but that comes with being new and yeah, really just I think learning it. Really, we fast. was on
3: Adult Swimming we was talking about it, and, um, pretty much like like I said, he had a previous DJ. And so he's used to mm-hmm. how famous did everything, mm-hmm. even from hyping the crowd up beforehand mm-hmm. and just him on a mic and even his effects mm-hmm. like and just never doing nothing with me. He would get to certain songs and expect things and I wouldn't do it because mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. Yeah. I've never watched him perform. Mm-hmm. And um he wouldn't snap or nothing, but he'd just be like, you know, after the show he'd be like, boy, you fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up at this point. Yeah. <laughs> So I had a nickname for like, a, like a couple months. It was DJ Fuck Up, uh, oh, and it wasn't yeah. nothing.
1: I ever took, you know, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Now look, <laughs> you yeah, know it saying? was
3: just like you know, yeah. all right. I just got to prove to you, like I yeah, ain't a yeah. fuck up for real, like. So I just kind of took that to the chair and I, I just kept working. I um, I started reading his body language. And he got little like signals mm-hmm. that you'll never know unless you like actually watched him. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one thing I learned even when performing with a new artist. Like, if I can go on the stage and perform with somebody new today mm-hmm. and I probably would have a better set just off watching the artists. Mm-hmm. A lot of DJs get stuck looking in the crowd yeah. or looking down at the laptop or figuring out what they're going to do next. It's nervous. Where you ain't got to be in a rush. You just need to sit here and cater to the artists on the stage. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching this body language. I'm watching even, like, I'll go watch Niggas like Drake performing and Travis Scott mm-hmm. like I'll research now I'll mm-hmm. watch different rap artists perform that's, that's,
1: that's enough, DJ, and it's not even
3: just off like oh hopefully I perform with them one day because mm-hmm. it's like at the rate that we're going I'm going to end up performing them yeah. like with them one day i have been to all damn all the times Drake that came out with Savage mm-hmm. and it's like I watch DJs miss all the Drake signals yeah and it's like I know his signals because I've watched. Yeah, Does I, he it's have like a I DJ? did. Uh, Future the Prince is usually his DJ, okay. but now you know he do playback with his band. But when he would go to shows, like he'll tell the DJs to cut it, but you know he'll tell them will it. A lot of DJs don't know what that means. Yeah, he'll have like little signals and they'll just mess it up, and it's like yeah. I know what that means because I watch like game yeah. film. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's one thing I would stress to DJs like. Even if you never work with an artist, yeah, you could always learn something from another artist, another right. DJ. Mm-hmm. And That's I, a show. yeah and i, I to watch. study. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, study what you're trying to go into. If you always take people. your
3: take the opportunity to go to other shows. Yeah, like when when people come to town, mm-hmm. I never feel like oh I'm too big or I don't need to go to that show, mm-hmm. even if it's a small like smaller artist. Like when Glorilla's in town, even though she did center stage, it's like man, I I gotta see this because. I gotta see what the energy is like. Mm-hmm. I gotta see what her show is like. Mm-hmm. It's real. DJ I, you Spill. can learn. You can learn from anybody, real and that's. I, I really take. I really take that to heart. Like, I can learn from a new uh, a new beginner. I can learn from an OG. I can learn from somebody on the same level
1: as me. And as long as you take the opportunity to learn, you'll always get better. All right, so let's get into our flower segment. You know, you know what I mean, oh, yeah. you, know, you know a lot of DJs. We want you to give three DJs they flowers, all right? You know, doesn't matter where they from. Inspired you,
0: influenced you,
1: influenced you, motivated you, motivated you. Three DJs off the rip, Mark B. Yes, sir.
3: Off the rip, and it's just I, like I said, me and Mark B. We linked up way before DJing. Yeah, way before he started DJing, I started DJing. We started at the same time, so. Um. I just been there through everything. Yeah. Even when he started producing, man, we spent a whole summer
1: just like Shout out to Mark B, man. You already know, like, man. Yeah,
3: we spent a whole summer locked in the house. I'm talking about only going to the club and only working on beats and mixtapes. Yeah. And um, just seeing the progress and just everything he he uh he went through. I was there for it all and just a lot of niggas don't know. So when it's time for a nigga to pop his shit or it's time to give him flowers, it's definitely Mark B. Mark B. Shout to Mark he worked B. with one of the biggest artists in the world right now. Yeah. And he's not cocky. Yeah. He's the same Mark B. He's, Just
1: busy. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's Mark busy. busy yeah. So
2: I got I gotta ask to add on to it because you know, you were around that same era of shadowing Mark B during this time. When he was doing the Twenty One Savage mix from Swag Serve to whether it was X mm-hmm. or Red Ops, and Atlanta was just going crazy on the way. You was hearing other DJs still his mix. And stuff Man, like he that. he
3: really originated that. Yeah, that that Swag Serve to Finito. Mm-hmm. He was the first DJ to do that shit in
1: Mansion. Mm-hmm. Ah. and he put it on Instagram and it blew up. They put it out there the
3: first. All of the DJs did it. He did it at Georgia State on yep. a basketball game. Wow. It blew up again. You, and then, it
2: it became a like, you know when you when certain misses hit home and stuff like that 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 didn't just hit one club that hit all of Atlanta cuz yeah.
3: you was hearing it. it's a time. lot of different like little transitions he would have like and I would be with him so much and it was never a bad thing i would know his transitions yeah but his transitions were just so fire that yeah, it always going to hit dj's always would hear it and be like oh i got to do this so yeah. then i go yeah. to the next club and he ain't with me but i'm there i'm like Damn that sound like Mark B yeah. <laughs> But you know That's You know you always gotta Take that as flattery That's right yep. I mean I don't I've never seen Why people always Got offended with that mm-hmm. If I did something And it's times that I've done stuff When I was DJing And I've heard it's Other places mm-hmm. And I'm like I'm critiquing like Well if they gonna do it They gotta do it right yeah. And if they do it right It's like alright You fine You nailed it I ain't mad at you You know Shout out to Mark B We got two more
1: um, you know a lot of DJs, bro.
3: <laughs> I do. Um, this is one I never met, Jazzy Jeff. Shout out yes. to Jazzy Jeff, yes. Ultimate champion. Jazzy Jeff, I never met. And it's like the, it's like I know everybody that know him. We know all the same mutuals, we just never met. Right. Same thing with Wayne, but Jazzy Jeff, he just wanted to, like, like when I said, I do my research. Yeah, I do my research. I'll go watch his boiler rooms. Mm-hmm. I'll. Watches three styles. I will watch recorded sets. It might be the lowest quality on YouTube. I'm watching it. Yeah,
1: he go he go crazy on Twitch, man. His shit, you
3: know what I'm saying? He, yeah, I, um, IG do Even a, yeah, his IG live
1: used to go crazy. Yep. I was tuned into all of it, but Jazzy Jeff like I'm talking into existence. Jazzy Jeff will be on this, this show. show. That's a fact. Shit. You know when y'all say? get him, I just wanna meet him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanna He's give him
2: right oh, flowers that. in person yeah. for <laughs> real. Bro. Major flowers yeah. for
3: real. Yeah. All right, so that's two. Um, my third. Damn. Uh I would say my third would be it's a
1: tough one. Yeah. It's a lot of DJs. It's a lot of DJs. Who <laughs> oh, that
3: one though. You always make
1: them, like the pause the right there when they move yeah. the Third one. DJ. Because it's hard. You yeah. know, you
3: don't want to offend nobody, but at the same
1: time you want it to be a genuine answer. Yeah. Well, I do I would say a lot of people do like when they get shouted out on a show. So you know what I'm saying? I mean I got <laughs> for, for Yeah, days. yeah, can I, yeah. I can do it, but
3: my third DJ, it would have to be uh, Chase B Chase B Talk to Chase B Yeah Chase B Where are you from? Uh, I'm, uh, from Houston from Travis Houston. Scott DJ Okay Um, I met him At Justice Party last year For the first time But I just gained a lot of respect from him yeah. Like I said I do my research I go to shows I haven't been to a Travis Set That has Ran Like he runs the show so well. Mm-hmm. And nothing's pre-recorded. Nothing's programmed. Oh, you said one of the live DJs. Yeah, that's dope. He's I'm talking about every sample he hit mm-hmm. is on point every show. Mm-hmm. Every mic cue he do is on point every show. I'll watch his show. Mm-hmm. I watch every set they have on YouTube. I'll know the show mm-hmm. and still be amazed when I go see the show and he do it every time, every because gunshot, that's a, that's a every talent. Man, listen. That's that's consistency. That's, that's one practice. of the things that's lacking in the DJ world right now. Yep. Talk about it. Let's talk about it. So I got a lot of respect for Chase B, and I and I told him that in person. Like, I'm like, bro, you like, and then I actually that was my first time because he DJ, he DJed and then spin all DJ. So it was my first time hearing him in Spinall. Mm-hmm. But Shout
0: out to spin all
3: Yeah, yeah see, like seeing them. And just the way Justice Party was set up, the DJ was in the middle of the party mm. and everybody was around him. Hey, that's a, that's a dope. And he killed double.
2: it. I think, to be honest with you, that's a perfect place to put it, like a DJ booth in, but like level it up a little bit. Yeah, your type thing. But the thing is, like, everything. the
3: way Justice Party was, is like they had this bright ass white light, mm. like from God, so shining just, on the yeah, DJ yeah, booth. Just, like, <laughs> God. And then everything on the DJ booth was all white. It yeah. just look godly. So it's just
2: fluorescent with the color. Man, that's but, how it should be. You know, a lot of
3: DJs come to Atlanta, and they can't really please the Atlanta crowd. He killed it.
2: So I do got to ask that, though. What is the Atlanta crowd right now? Because let's talk about it Yeah, it Atlanta, Atlanta's taking that kind of... Let's, let's talk about it. Yeah,
3: let's talk some DJ so stuff now. Yeah, let's do it. The Atlanta crowd is like a melting pot. Mm. You have... It's so weird, because especially the place like I DJ Opium. Especially a place like Opium, the crowd is so diverse. You have your crowd that loves old Atlanta, mm-hmm. Gucci, Jeezy, Shadalo, yeah. Yeah. Rocco, and then you know these guys. They Rocco, he coming Opium a lot, so mm-hmm. he come. He bringing people who love to hear him. Mm-hmm. So
2: you like when you see the artists coming in, you playing they, you playing their stuff off real, or you just like letting it cool, kind of letting it flow with the music that you already doing.
1: I ain't gonna lie. I let's yeah, bring it in right. Yeah, like so when when. You pull up on DJs and the artist is there. Do artists be do the DJs be overzealous and start playing the music right away or should they? I feel like you just need it to come naturally. I would never,
3: even if I walked in there with an artist, I don't care who he is, I would never go to the DJ like, hey, drop everything and play this. Yeah, Because if they come to me like that, it's like, nah, I'm going with the Florida party. Right. I work it in where I work it in. Yeah. but I'm not sacrificing the party because... Yeah. If the party get fucked up, it's not your job on the line. Yeah. You're not having yeah. to deal with the promoter and the yeah. club owner. So even when artists come in there, they'll make themselves like no, like I'm here and it's like, I got you. I'm a fuck with you. But I'm a fuck with you when it feels right. And they'll never get mad at that. I always play their music. Um Uh I always play their music, but I don't never overdo it either. Can't overdo Have it. Have you ever I, been
0: out and the artist didn't probably didn't want to hear their music?
3: Oh, that's nudie. Yeah. Yeah. Nudie all the time. If if Nudie goes out, especially when he's not booked, he want to hear Baby Drill. He don't want to hear his music. Yeah, yeah. He don't even want you to tell people he's in the club. Yeah. He want to enjoy that's, himself. That's a known fact, yeah. But even then, like, it's so crazy. The clip that got Baby Drill popping mm-hmm. was a clip I recorded when we was in Blue Flame randomly in January last year. And the DJ, he was just playing Hella Nudie. He like, hey man, I, like tell the DJ I want to hear some baby drill, but the DJ don't know who baby drill is, mm-hmm. so I'm paying the DJ a hundred. Like, hey, play the song. He played a song. DJs is not doing that either. Oh no, I was not with the paying DJs. DJs to, I yeah, yeah. With the no,
0: DJ's. Mark B. Again, yeah, shout Mark out to Mark B. B. Mark B. Pull yeah. up on okay. me. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's like it Whenever leave, go to another spot like he, Mark he B. Won't even wait that.
3: for you to. You just like yo. I'm giving you this. Just play it whenever you can. As love, but like it, certain DJs, are spin. Yeah, but I'm one of those like I know how far it goes. Mm-hmm. Like it goes a long way, so I spend on my pocket. But at the same time, working with that artist and management is like I'm gonna always go the extra mile. Yeah, you, yeah. So I'm gonna spend yeah. that anyway, just just to make sure he he's straight. That's right. And um, so I went up there. I spent the money and the DJ, and this is why I was leave with that, because the DJ played it once, and he just seen a reaction, and the place kind of went crazy, and he ran it back three more times, and Damn. I didn't have to do nothing, Damn. but I'm sitting there, I'm recording footage, so then I get the footage, I send it to the Drill, they uh, post it, and it just blow up, That's hard. but that's just the type of, like, person new to like, when he go out, he want to hear his homies, mm-hmm. He do not yeah. really care about hearing himself.
1: Let's get into some real gritty gritty right now, alright? Dead the middle of the club, right? Yeah. You rocking. Everybody dancing, which is really real in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You rocking right now. You know, I got this record. I got this record. What we doing? How are we, how we, how we handling that? Man, I don't At this like, stage in the game, tapping you and all that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? They, they, they touching one, you now. It's bro. one
3: thing when, when you You see like, the crowd reaction, you see the party going yeah. in. You hear the host talking to me. You hear the the monitor loud in my ear. Yeah. You trying to have a conversation? I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> Headphones be on <yours> sometimes. <laughs> one be your. They still try to and, talk to you, man. And then it's like they try to hold a full conversation. Hey, man, this is what I'm trying to do with this ringer it. here. It's like, yo, not the time to play. We can chop it up later. I give you my number, but I can't. So you say you that? Can't fuck up my yeah. Okay. You can't fuck up my vibe. But it's all how they approach you. So, I had this one artist. He was signed to a major label that people know. He really ain't had no emotion these past couple years. Mm -hmm. And he wants me to debut his new record. Mm -hmm. I'm not personally a fan of his music, Mm -hmm. but he comes up and he asks me, yo, what's the ticket on it? I gave him the price.
1: You know, you asked me, yes. That's what the price is. I'm gonna be real with you right now. Even though you said you didn't like his music, you still going give him the price? Yeah. Okay. Alright.
3: I'm gonna still give him the price because at the end of the day, like artists they spend money on bottles. Yeah. They might spend money getting ones some dancers. Okay. I'm not going to take away from what the club might make or what other people might make. because they wanna hear this they, they wanna hear their song, they wanna throw money, they wanna pop bottles. Sure. But when I give you the price, that's the price. <laughs> So the artist looked at me and he was like, you see the chain I got on? I'm like, yeah, I see it. It don't mean nothing to me. I mean, it's nice. You Full got it. conversation. Like, yeah. This is the middle of the club. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, that's the price. That's the price. He's like, okay, well, you see, this the relationship we starting out with. He's like, it's a monetary relationship. So if you ask me for a favor, I'm going to give you my price. And in my head, I'm like, I'm not going to ask you for a favor. Yeah, but." That's cool. Yeah, the price is the price. price is the price. He spends the money. I play the record. It's cool. He popped the bottles. And he threw the money, and I've had situations where it went like that, and I had situations where it went left, and it's like, my God, you can't get mad at me. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't have a personal relationship with you, but I always tell artists, even like artists that I might consult with, it's like, yo, go in the club and spend with the DJs. Because... Yeah. It's it's a nigga like me who you might spend a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars mm-hmm. with on a night, and I'm listening to the record, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, this record got potential. Mm-hmm. Oh, this record actually got a response. Yeah. Amongst all the other records I play, so now this record, I'm gonna try it again. Yeah. I'm gonna try it the next party. Try the next
1: party, yep.
2: Yeah,
1: that's. And next it. thing you know, you in a rotation, you ain't even gotta pay for it. So what I'm hearing from a lot of artists is that a lot of the DJs nowadays are standoffish, so they're not approachable. How would you answer that question? A DJs not approachable. You got to blame you, you got to blame your fellow artists for
3: that one. Yeah. Mm. Let's talk about I would be standoffish and not approachable because a artist would approach me crazy. Yeah. So now I gotta tell security, "Hey, I don't talk to nobody." He's right there, yeah. Yeah, he right here, and he like, "Hey, he ain't doing that." I look, listen, I'd have had niggas try me. Like, I'm not even the, the rah-rah type of person, right. I'm a real chill person, yeah. so mm-hmm. if anybody DJs, ever try to through. get me out of my element, it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, nah, let me go ahead
1: and put somebody right here before this shit ever go left. Some people don't understand what these DJs gotta go through, man, you mm-hmm. know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like every night. Niggas, man, niggas get
3: drunk niggas. And, and approach you and, and talk crazy. All tight, so I done had niggas like, hey! Play my song right now and throw money at me. I and we ain't, talk, we
2: ain't even talking about like, that's just yeah, the yeah. nigga, how the niggas distract you. We are not even talking about like, if you is someone like BJ, of course, you know, you may, you may or you may not come with a couple pieces. They in the boot getting drunk too. Yeah. yeah. The vibes over there messing up the vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I
1: had problems with that. What about the women artists? Have you ever had anything go left with a women or Man, I've had women try to like, women artists, <laughs> Let's talk about I'm not, it. I'm not even that type of thing. So I don't know. if works. I don't,
3: too, don't even you know if this works with me. other DJs You're for me. But I don't have women artists like try to seduce me and like, oh well, you, you want to play them. my song, baby? I'm like, hold on, relax, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like that's a
2: blessing of Atlanta. I it's right. so, so saturated man, out here. We used to. It. I've been we used tried. to tried. I'm it, like, baby, you ain't got to do all that. You
3: you ain't my cup of tea. Keep it playing, me Keep it. I, if you want respect as an artist, just approach me as an artist. Mm-hmm. When you try to sexualize me and try to get your, nah, I ain't going for that one. Not nah, like trying. So let's yeah. talk about
0: this. So you do after hours at Opium. Yeah. So how does how is your mindset from? You know they got the regular, then you got the after hours. How do you keep that same energy? People are already drunk. You got to keep people in here who might be ready to go home. Mm, so but I you're gotta. Still popping bottles. It's five o'clock. That's
3: actually like why I like doing after hours. Mm -hmm. It pushed me. Mm -hmm. So I gotta, I really gotta like sit there and analyze, all right, they probably just left Rebel or Republic was open. Mm -hmm. They They probably heard, they probably heard Cardi B and Gorilla, they heard the Drake and 21, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they heard all the five shit the last 45 minutes. Mm Now
0: they coming to you. So when they
3: come in here, where could I go that makes them stay? Mm -hmm. What could I do? I might Especially if I do after I was on a Saturday and I'm coming behind tone cuz tone had a shit lit God damn. but it's like I just can't come behind I can't come behind Tone with like most So I come behind, man. I come behind a tone R&B. Mm. I straight do R&B so. 20 minutes And At most the hours. people yeah, and let's most do it think, well, Like they would think like, R&B man. It would think like oh, that's gonna slow the party down. Nah, I Get on the mic. I'm like hey, man. All that gangsta shit is out the window man. We got beautiful mm-hmm. ladies in here Someone yeah, here, like I always, my favorite thing to say on the mic is I'm here to party
1: for the ladies, yeah. uh, cause where the ladies having fun, Everybody. that's where the club gonna be fun. There you go, so let's segue into that, what's your favorite set to play in a club, R&B. man? R&B, What? What and R&B, R&B, whatever, whatever? 2000s. Okay, I'm, I'm
3: a 2000s yeah. baby, Sheet. like, I'm a 90s baby, but 2000s is where mm. I like, my growth in music happened, mm. so the ushers, I think the, That's when
1: you bridge the gap with the older people. Yeah, the subtitle Chris get ready, Brown yeah. album.
3: Come on, man. B two K, like. You I feel, feel like I feel like. How like many
0: men in the club want to hear R and B? I'm like They don't, and, but Wait listen, till they get drunk. But that's why I
3: always know I can pivot to mm-hmm. it because it's like the R&B guys singing shit. Song. I play Keisha Cole love. The guys singing mm-hmm. shit. Just as loud as women.
1: They be in there looking so... DJs be like, they, they so tough. Nah, I can't play this. These niggas look Nah, dancing. what you nah, talking man, about? Say that I, shit!
3: They singing that Fantasian, bro. They ain't they're they're singing saying that Fantasian. I to wanna tell you, bro, I get on the mic and say, "Hey, y'all niggas looking too gangsta. Too here. tough in this motherfucker. Y'all must not want no pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm finna have these ladies singing to you. Do something with it. I'm trying to throw you an alley-oop. So are you a host or no host? I'm a host when there is no host. Okay. But... But would you rather a host on your set? I'm indifferent. It's like if the club is going to pay a host, Go ahead. that's your job, that's what you're getting paid for. Okay. Do your job. I'm not going to do your job for you Yeah. and you collect a free check. Okay. That, ain't, that ain't going on. But if the club is, is paying me there to be there and there is no host, I'm going to host because I know how to host and I can keep the party going. Right? So, so, How do you feel if you're in a packed club and you know everybody's vibing but
0: nobody's really
1: dancing? Ooh. The question, question. I want to add on to that
3: even more. Um, I just feel like I just got to pivot. Like, there's so many ways you can pivot where they ain't got to dance, but they can still be engaged. So, I'm going to first try out my twerk set. Just a little piece. I'm going to see if any of the ladies respond. And if that don't work, I'm going to go old Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, Future, mm. oh, Rocco, oh, Gucci. If that mm. don't respond, I'm going to go to a little TikTok dance shit. Yeah. It's, well, just, it's, it's different. It's, it's crates that I can go to. to. Yeah. 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 And then when I find it, like, one night I, I went Afrobeat, mm-hmm. and that just caught fire. And it's like, all right, well, I'm here. <laughs> then I can pivot from Afrobeat, and I can go into, yeah. like, a 100 BPM mm-hmm. of, like, the old school, yeah. The, yeah. The, the maze. That's tough DJ uh, shit. That's Frankie it. Beverly yeah. and Maze, yeah. Yeah. and then the Beyonce. Yeah. Before I let like, go into the Beyonce version. Mm-hmm. Like and that transition I always catches me. Yeah. Then I can go into the poison. Mm-hmm. Then I go from poison to we'll be the Yeah. Yeah, then it's like different ways you could then, you know, as the night goes on, you look up and it's like, damn, we finna close. So I'll ask this question. Compared
2: to I would say early 2000s going into the 2012 area, or so, mm-hmm. versus right now. Do you feel like clubs are as lit as they used to be?
3: Nah, I'm gonna tell you, some of the most lit clubs I done, I done did, were still opera mm-hmm. on a Wednesday, no sections, quad, recipes quad, yeah. they had no sections. It was just wall to wall in a stage. That's fact. Um, mansion before they put all the sections. You just had the bar in the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like those was the craziest parties. But, I also understand why the Atlanta culture moved towards sections. Um, especially club owners. Yeah. So I was never mad at it. But, and this is where I want to segue. This is why parties like Mark B and those Diaz, No Sections, got a place that they can shine now because it's like there's that, that group of people that missed that part. Mm-hmm. Or before Republic closed, I remember they the um, headliner group a came case. up here and they did a party on a Friday. It was an R&B party, but they took all the sections in the middle of the floor out mm-hmm. and had like a dance floor. Opium used to do that on their Friday nights. They would mm-hmm. remove all the sections off the stage and have like a band and a dance floor, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I feel like you have your crowd that missed that part, but then you have your crowd that love the sections. They love the, the privacy, the standing on couches, the... you can kind of be in the your own world. Yeah,
1: so... I think that's like the real spell too, Like When we're trying to, as DJs, answer this question in general, in general mm-hmm. people really like sections now too. I mean, yeah. You no, know, I miss the dancing, I, I, I really really do, but this is kind of where we're at now, you know You still got your
3: places like people love Rocksteady.
1: Yeah. Like, you can go in there and just... football on the live now too, nice. yeah, shout out to Rocksteady, man, you know? Yeah. You go in there and get a, a, a real dance. I feel you like it, it doesn't
2: need to be that fair mix yeah. though, like a club that don't really cater to the section and the clubs that cater to the section, mm-hmm.
1: but... But what about those clubs where you used to dance with one girl and then you go home and you call your homie at yo. yard? I had like nine dubs and stuff like that. Is that ever gonna come back? You know what I'm saying. Remember that time that when you used be to be like, yo, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that I, I, I still had Mad Doves today. You know what I'm saying. I'm asking. It ain't knit right now. You
2: know what I'm saying. So your homie set you up, right? They say we trying to have a fun night, BJ. They just went in and went. You know how everybody hit you up. Hey, I'm in the time. I'm trying to have some fun. Oh, we about to start. Where is it. BJ really taking the homie? Well, you at? know it's
3: crazy. I don't. I'm not a big fan of clubs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been working in clubs since I was like 16. Mm-hmm. So. Kind of burnt out on it, but really? me, I like lounges. Yeah. So even on my side of town where I live, I got this lounge called Sievers. Mm-hmm. It's chill, but it's it's a good vibe. Yeah. I literally start my night out there. I might slide down to Zari, we might slide to um like traffic or something. Yeah. And then you know we'll we'll go through the city. We might hit like a revel. Yeah, depending on what night it is, or mm-hmm. we might go to Red Martini if it's Monday. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a weekend, we hit after hours, but most of the time I'm starting out at the lounge. I mean, the club shit, I understand why people like going there, but me, I'm a chill person. I like smoking hookah. Yeah. yeah. Niggas hate hookah. I don't know why? <laughs> Niggas just hate on hookah and it's like, hey, man, I don't smoke weed.
0: I think they just don't let, I don't know, anything of it's black man is just like, you can't do this in the club.
3: Like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm the type of nigga where I don't care who you is, I'm smoking my
0: hookah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna
3: get my own hookah I ain't gonna worry about what y'all got going on. Y'all spoke all the way y'all won't. So, Wait. question,
0: going off of traps, a uh, question to you. Have you ever been out in the club and it's packed, you don't brought your friends out, they're probably celebrating a birthday and the DJ is ass. Like, you know, as a yeah. DJ, we, we can't really we, party because we're we always listening it. to the music, so... I Is that a good
1: thing? That we, why, I hate we, it. Why are we like this? <laughs> we program I don't like know. It's like
0: we can't go out and have fun. Yeah. we always, like, analyzing it just, the transition. Yeah.
3: I think that just what makes you being... Like, that's part of being a DJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to think about it. Any industry, work, you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. If you was a valet and you watched a nigga park a car, you'd be like, oh, no, nah, he's not a good valet. <laughs> 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 like, a so... I just take it as a as it come, but yeah, I go I go to clubs a lot and and I um I'll analyze it and it don't even be on no cocky shit. Like if I see a DJ ain't really paying attention to the crowd or he he really yeah. just kinda in a weird spot. I'm not gonna go give him advice right there. That nigga don't know me. Yeah. He don't give a fuck who I am. But I'm gonna go introduce myself I'm like, yo, I DJ too. I, you know, I'm checking yeah. you out and shit. You know, let's link up sometime. Let's let's chop That's it. That's hard. That's hard, right there. Yeah. Like, cause
1: I don't ever want, I don't ever want to step on any DJ's toes. Yeah. but we, I always want to be genuine with it too. And you gotta remember, be a human being. You know what I'm saying? You might, yeah. it, it may be if you're a resident, you may have like a off night, or you just probably just want some yeah. real chill shit. And somebody came out and seen you. You know what I'm saying? So as DJs, we are always critical. You know what I'm saying? That's something that I even gotta chill out too. Cause I go out a lot. And I just
3: be like, hey, hey But I take like, an account hey, with that, I that too. I would do this, I would
1: do that, too. You know what I'm saying? I take an
3: account with that, too. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to chop it up with him. Yeah. I'm going to be like, yo, when the next time you DJing, I'm going to go check it out again. Yeah, yeah. But even with that, it's like tying into that, too, is the reason I don't drink heavy when I DJ. Mm-hmm. Right. I might have a shot or two. in a spell. But I've seen a lot of DJs get Trunk and they get fucked up and it's like yo, it's like, you don't know you don't know how many times I didn't got gigs from somebody in the crowd that looked like a, a a random Joe. It's like yo, you killed that shit. Let me get your number mm-hmm. and he get my number and this nigga worked at the fucking W and he booked the DJs there wow. and they pay whatever. That's happened to me. That's how I do. That's so it's you like I it. can't get fucked up, drunk, and then expect the DJ or expect anybody to book me based on my performance. When I don't give a fuck about my performance. Pace yeah. yourself, DJs. I yeah. like that. And if you know you get like that, don't drink. Don't drink. Like it's not that hard. It really ain't. Jesus. I don't know why people act like it's a crutch that they no. need. But it's you. You can drink in moderation. Is that look? Yeah. Man... They're trying. They trying to... You I know, feel like some they people trying nerd. to make that some look.
0: Some people don't know how to... You no, know, nah, I just really
3: feel like some niggas are just straight alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just that, don't that, know how to that say no. a nerd went out the window at the third that, shot. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. At, at Opium, niggas pop bottles. Niggas will bring me ten shots in a night. I ain't gonna
1: lie to you. I need to drink. I need, I need to have my blush <laughs> roll. I need. I need and, and they gotta be free. So let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Shit level right now. You got to ride Everything you be paying. A rider. Oh, you got the yeah, right. it's, it's rider.
3: Yeah, it's I, the rider. Let's talk I about give it. the promoters a rider. Yeah. Um, As gems. Before they even book you, just give it to them. So I, I need a hookah. Mm hmm. I need free hookah, free refills. I need free parking. Shout out mm-hmm. to Plug, because Plug, tell I me, mean, don't ever DJ nowhere if they ain't parking you up front for free. Because that makes no sense at all. It you? doesn't. Why would you I? technically really work in working there. Like, man, I, I don't it's walk into the places they don't want it. $50 for parking, $60 for a hookah, $20 on a drink. It's like, damn, you're only paying me $350, so yeah. what the hell I'm here for? Right. You're working backwards, right? they trying yeah. to make yeah. $350 off you, man, so, already. Um, but right is, right is, at, the, at the point that I'm at now, and like the level of party that I, I'm able to bring, it's not hard to tell a promoter like, hey, I'm going to need a comp bottle. I don't always want a comp bottle. Yeah, but it's some nights where I walk in, I'm like, you know, I want a little comp bottle. I got some vibes pulling up. I yeah. got some people with me. Yeah, Y'all make sure they. I don't even want a section. They can chill with me, but I'm just need a hookah, a bottle, and some parking.
1: Yeah. And Man, that bottle.
3: Me. The bottle costs the club forty fifty dollars. If if a promoter don't want to give you that, then I'm they don't it. really want you in a DJ. I'm I'm Which that's cool with me, because I don't have to DJ here. So do you feel like a lot of promoters try to finesse different
2: DJs and stuff out here? As far as, like, and I don't mean, like, finesse, like, trying to
3: undercut them, but try to pay as little, mu- as, little as possible. See, yeah, I was in the work. It's crazy. I was just possible. telling my homeboy, you only get what you negotiate. Boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of DJs get so caught up in the moment or the opportunity. Right. That they don't negotiate. A promoter be like, hey, I want you to do a two-hour set here. they be like, boom, I'm there. He ain't ask no questions, <laughs> he ain't ask
1: nothing about <laughs> What equipment they got you, What day you the getting paid, it. am I getting paid after? Yo, I'm
3: yeah.
0: glad you saying man.
1: this, man it's the, the thirst is it's, The game is messed up now because of the yeah. thirst It's like, alright, I'll be there, what time you need me like,
2: well, that? He asked that one
1: question I'm there yeah. and, and at the end of the night Then
3: you be let down, then you be hurt But it's like, nah, you gotta understand, bro You get what you negotiate You get what you negotiate, like you only get what you negotiate. That's the biggest takeaway from this episode is mm-hmm. you get what you negotiate. You know what I'm saying? So it's not crazy for me to say alright y'all want me to DJ, y'all want me to close one to three right well I'm going to need a comp bottle I'm going to tip, I'm always tip the bottle girls mm-hmm. and move the girls. Yeah. They're going to always be taken care of you, you ain't got to worry about that. Spill. Yep. That's one thing I'm known for is I take care of the people that take care of me. So that's crazy, too, because vice
2: versa. Do the Bottle Girls take care of the DJs once that happens?
3: Ooh. So you know what's crazy? I um I always put Bottle Girls on. Like, I don't have a problem breaking bread with nobody. Mm-hmm. So I tell the Bottle Girls, yo, if y'all book a section, they got their clientele. I don't know what your clientele is. I do different clothes. If mm-hmm. you book a section, know and they- you know this nigga a rapper. And you know this nigga might want to he hear talk, his song it, in the club when his bottles now. come out. It's
1: the back door now. Right?
3: You all you gotta do is tell a nigga, hey, the DJ charge one hundred fifty for a song. Do you want your song played? I can get it played. Yeah. Or you can be like the DJ charge two hundred, but I can get it for one hundred fifty. It's gems. If you come to me and you say, hey, I got this this artist, I told him 150, which one hundred fifty. What you want? I'm gonna bust it down halfway with you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna always bro, cause you you hustle for that. Yeah. I'm doing you a service, but you're doing me a service too. So it, it's always, and I got my bottle girls who, they, they masters at it, they like wizards. Mm-hmm. They'll bring me so much money throughout the night that I, I got to tip you extra. Yeah. But you, you did a good relations.
1: That yeah, the nah, they, and they love you, you, you they, have ain't have got nothing,
3: they ain't got nothing bad to say about mm-hmm. you. Um, and that always, like I say, you take care of the people that take care of you. And that always will keep your name good in these spots. That's right, man. It could be a promoter that hates you. It could be an owner that hates you. But as soon as they say something about, about you to one of them, they like, nah, I love him. He always take care of us. He never do nothing crazy. He never tries. He, yep. He's solid. I feel that. It's that good. go a long way than anything anybody can say about me in the club besides my actual playing ability. Man, I feel
1: like we can talk for hours. So, BJ, man.
0: three things that you want to see change in the DJ community. Ooh.
1: And then we're going to get into the would you rather. Um, Only three
3: number one the jealousy gotta go away Ooh. the jealousy gotta go away it's enough money in this industry entertainment industry for all of us you don't have to undercut you don't have to sit there and, and find ways to get DJs off of parties Right? Mm-hmm. you ain't gotta talk shit about DJs if a promoter says if I come to a point like hey I wanna do this party and they're like well we're going to stick with this DJ. He fits the party better. All that means is I got to go work a little bit harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the party just had a good fit for me. If I'm not an Afro Beats DJ, yeah. I don't need to do an Afro party. Mm-hmm. What the hell am I here for? Why am I a rum punch? Yeah. <laughs> That's not even my scene. Yeah. But you know, you can't just be thirsty for any crowd. Mm-hmm. So that just goes back into jealousy. Like the jealousy got to go away. Mm-hmm. The second thing... DJs need to have more awareness of everything. Mm. They need to be aware of the crowd they're playing. Yeah. They need to be aware of who, like, who they're playing to. So like I said, if an artist walks in the club, alright, I know this artist is here. Mm. Obviously, I want this artist to come back. I want them to enjoy themselves. That's right. So even if their artist doesn't you know, Per Se wants to hear their music. And the manager just comes like, hey, what they want to hear? What they need from me. Oh, she loves Jamaican music? Mm-hmm. I'm going to play a Jamaican set for her. I'm going to shout her out. You know, just be aware of who you're catering to at the, at the end of the night. You always want to make sure the party keeps going. You also want to make sure the people in the party enjoy themselves individually. So I'm not the type of DJ where I'm like, oh, I don't do a quest. If you come up to me and you're like, hey, I want to hear Detroit music. Okay, I'm going to try to work it in for you. I can't do it right, right now, but give me a little bit. I'm going to work it in for you. People come and tip me all the time just off the love. Like, yo, I asked you for a song you played it. Here you go. And that's love, but like a lot of DJs, I've even approached people like, Yo, whenever you can just throw, you know, throw a little bit of savage in your mix. I don't do requests.
1: Like I'm not that type of DJ. Yeah. That's
3: hard. All right, that's fair. I am not going to argue mm-hmm. with you. I ain't going to get you no money. But I just know I'm never going to ask you like yeah. when it comes to, you know, re- recommending anybody like I just know you're not the person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cuz my crowd and the people that I play, even with me going on tour, like is after I was going to be Whoever for two months, I'm not going to be like, hey, get him, because they going to ask you yeah. a million times to play a song. you will going to be saying no all night. Somebody going to go in your shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you just got to be aware, especially, like, even with that, saying no is just the way you talk to people. I could be having a bad night, but I just can't talk to anybody any type of way because I'm DJ BJ. Because the right niggas will go in your shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen there ain't, ain't nothing you can do about it because you're going to be picking yourself up off the ground. Like, And then the third thing is just the um, biggest thing, and it ain't got nothing to do with DJing, but I see a lot of DJs blow their money. Mm. Tour money or like club money? Club money. I've mm. seen DJs open up and get paid and turn around and spend it all mm. in the club.
0: And it's like, my, my guy, you
3: just DJ for free. Yep, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on in your pockets, I don't know, but again, it's all off what you negotiate. Right. Quest opens up for tone on Saturdays. Shout the to Quest. Quest, he can come in and he could buy a bottle and spend his money. Or he could tell, hey, when I'm DJing I need a bottle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All they can say is yes or no. That's why we gotta do the show, man. People need to watch the show. Yeah, so don't guys. turn around and don't make money to spend your money. When all you sometimes you gotta do is ask. Like that's I said, it the club, fifty dollars. Yeah, that that close amount definitely. That's hustling like backwards, man. So. But I think a lot of DJs don't think they have the leverage to get it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was telling a friend of mine, like when I do after hours, I know I keep motherfuckers in until six a.m. Mm. Spending money. I keep them throwing, they, they threw like $10,000 on, on dancers in a three-hour period. I'm only there from 3.30 to 6. Mm-hmm. So I know just how much weight I hold. I know when I be out of town on shows, people be like, oh, I can't wait till you come back. Mm-hmm. So I know that sometimes all I got to do is ask. Most of the times, they're not going to tell me no right? because there's no the influence that
1: come with me. right? So right now, we want to get into our Would You Rather segment. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions real quick. The first answer that comes to mind, you got to give it out, okay? Okay. All right. Ready and go. Title or record pool? Title. Stems or download? Stems. Promoter or deal with the owner? Owner. Opening DJ or closing DJ? Opening. DJ at a corporate event or a lounge? Corporate. DJ at a strip club or a regular club? Regular club. Kicks or shoes? Kicks. You better get tips or you better get uh, drinks? Tips. ATL music or New York music? ATL. Headphone right. music, no headphones? No headphones. Oh, man. He
2: think crazy right there, bro. That's dope. That's dope, <laughs> man. Let's go. Let's go, man. Hey, it's been great having DJ BJ in here. But, sir? BJ, I got one question to ask you and the most important question. What's up? Why do DJs need love, too? Ooh.
3: We're undervalued. We're underappreciated. And I feel like sometimes it's oversaturated. Mm-hmm. So... I just feel like the DJs who really be out here putting on, they just need their flowers. They need they notoriety. Mm-hmm. They need just, you know, sometimes that little extra. Like, you know, I I appreciate everything you do for us. Go a long way. Yeah. They just need an extra push sometimes because this should be discouraging. Right. It get it's hard. It's easy to get lost in the sauce. So sometimes that just that. Hey, bro, I appreciate everything you do for me. Just not even for me, just for DJs, period. Mm-hmm. The way you play, demand respect for us. That go a long way.
1: That's right. I
3: feel like a lot of DJs don't get the opportunity.
2: Now, I'll say this. We definitely, definitely thank you for coming in once What's again. Up? DJ BJ in the building. Let them know where they can find you at on all social media platforms, BJ.
3: All uh, socials is at RealDJBJ. Um, about to go on the roll with Nudie. March 1st all the way to April 29th, We're all over the states. Um, Big tour. Yeah, EA yeah. Monster Tour. So you can definitely catch us out there. We got after parties. We got, you know, shows. And then I'll be back in the city, so just tap in with my socials and I'll, you'll see where I'm at.
2: Once again, this is the DJ Need Love 2 show. I go by DJ Trap,
0: DJ Monet. I'm DJ batty o. And we out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.